Welcome to I Want Business, the small business podcast. This is our inaugural episode. My name is Craig Brooks. I am joined by my partner in crime, some would say my work wife, David Foreman. I'm honored, Craig. I would love to be your work wife, and uh, I enjoy it every day. I'll have you know. We share a very small space, and it, it definitely makes it easier to build our relationship. Now, the I Want Business Small Business Podcast is new to you, but something we've been working on trying to put together. What you're going to experience on this first episode is a little bit about us. We're going to have some fun with a trivia segment, and then we're going to take our deep dive of the episode. Our deep dive this particular episode is the fear of failing, something to kind of get you kicked off when you're thinking about small business. But before we get to that, let's talk a little bit about who the hell we are. Again, you only know our names at this point. But a little bit of background, we're going to start by David telling us a little bit about himself. So I would consider, uh, I guess, uh, my background to be very tech-focused. I uh, love me some computers. I love code. I am a huge fan of just getting deep into web problems or wherever they might be. I have always been that type of problem solver. And um, working with what I do right now, it allows me to do it every day. I look at numbers. I look at code. I look at... Uh, graphics. It just allows me to uh, be unique. Um, starting this as a small business and really diving in uh, has been absolutely the best experience of my life. And I'm so excited. And I guess being on this podcast really allows me to give some advice and be able to give tips as uh, I know I've failed uh, many of times and hoping, you know, to kind of chat about that with Craig and just, uh, you know, I, I just, uh, you know, proud to be here and, and glad to, you know, be uh, across from, from Craig, who can tell us a little bit about him. Well, first and foremost, David and I have known each other 20 years at this point. So we definitely have that personal relationship that makes the business relationship even stronger. We are business partners, and we'll get deeper into some of that through the episodes as you follow along with I Want Business. I want to add a little bit more to David because he only gave you just, I think, a scratch of the surface. He mentioned how much he likes computers. He mentioned the technology aspect. And a little bit, I think I think you said problem solver. But taking it to another level, again, from personal and from business, this is an individual who really creatively attacks problems. And I don't think everybody's like that. I mean, I know a lot of people in my life will get into more of – how I interact with humans, and you guys will hear that, but David's a unique individual in that when something comes up that is something that needs to get solved, he attacks it from different levels. He comes in and finds solutions in in alternative ways, and when it comes to our business, there's web solutions, solutions online, there's tools you may need to use to save time, time is money in business, and it's always interesting to me how he can find ways to get to the same finish line, but faster and more efficiently. And for me, that's the thing that kind of gets my lights going, because I come on the more side of it, where I'm always thinking numbers, I'm thinking sales, and David kind of finds ways that we can A, save money, and B, do a better job at everything we're doing. A little bit about me, I do the talking. That's kind of where I come from. The business aspect of this, again, talking is what business is founded on. I mean, you have to make relationships. You have to build with people. I got my start with the hospitality business and everything from a busboy to a bartender to a shift leader in various restaurants. I currently do live entertainment at restaurants and all around Central Florida. Again, more on that 
as we get deeper into these episodes. But I don't know. David may have something to add about me that I don't even know. Well, you know, I do, Craig. I'm glad that you asked. You know, I, you know, knowing you for 20 years, uh, we could go probably down a whole episode where uh, a deep dark hole uh, where all we do is share uh, deep, intimate uh, stories that we've promised not to tell the world. But uh, it's, a, it's a budding bromance. It's could, a bromance. It could happen. Uh, but but this one's more about you know who Craig is, and I'll I'll say you know being able to work with somebody that's as detailed as him is. Um, uh, so great and so helpful. Uh, I enjoy, um, he's an amazing writer, amazing speaker. And a lot of times I, I might not be as eloquent because I'm kind of a uh, kind of point A to point B type of guy. But when I kind of express myself, Craig will kind of add a layer on top of me. And I think it's what kind of keeps me sane sometimes in, in, in the business world. And uh, he just does a great job. If you look at our also our podcast uh, logo, uh, there'll either be probably a graphic of us of some sort. And you'll see uh, Craig's absolutely amazing beard, which I only strive every day to grow to be just like his. It fills in nicely along the lips. And that's really the key to a beard. I know we're getting off topic, but for those of you listening that are wondering, God, how how do I get better facial hair? It's genetic. You can't fix where it grows in other than doing a little LeBron James hair plug kind of thing. You cannot fix it growing in nicely. So, I mean, this felt like a very puffy build me up segment. So I want you guys to know anyone who's listening, and that would be my mother, my wife, David's wife, and about it. That's about it. That we look at ourselves as the yin and yang, the two sides of the coin. I call it the form and the function, and it's a it's a marriage. It's not just that we we share a business and we're we're growing that, but even in this podcast, there's two sides that you're going to get to see about small business. And this entire project for us is about small businesses. We want to help small businesses grow as we grow our own. And now that you know a little bit about us, we're going to switch gears each and every episode, kicking off from here, so into episode two that you'll hopefully get on after this one. You're going to learn a new tool that you can use to help your business. That'll kind of be our opening segment. But now we are going to have a little bit of fun with some trivia brought to you by Tasty Trivia. Check them out online, www.tastytriviaorlando.com. They've got events all around Central Florida, and we're going to have some fun here and actually give away prizes to potential listeners. So let me tell you how that's going to work. We're going to have five questions. Our producer extraordinaire, Brian Fritz of Podcasting Done Right, is in the building with us, making sure this all happens the way it needs to. He is going to play trivia against David in this first episode. Then he's going to battle me later on. Then David and Brian will battle. I'll battle David. We're going to keep tabs on this. And the way you can win prizes, and our first prize up for grabs is a $25 Apple gift card, is we're going to post this on our social media. And... I know somehow I didn't plug our businesses yet, but we are Clarity Creative Group. You can check us out at IWantClarity.com. We do online marketing, online business development, branding, you name it. And again, this is not about plugging the business. This is about growing small business, so you won't hear me talk too much about that. But on our social media, as well as iTunes, and I believe we're going to try to do Stitcher, is where you can listen to this. But 
on our Facebook page, which is Clarity Creative Group, when we put the post up in the comments is where you can comment to win this $25 Apple gift card, like a legitimate gift card that exists. And if you're far away, because I know that the podcast world can go to forever, we will mail it to you at your expense. No, I'm just kidding. We will take on that. So our trivia segment will go as this. Each of us will have a specific sound, as in a buzzer, if you will. David, what is your choice for a sound that I will know that you have buzzed in, Jeopardy style? What would you like to choose? This is tough because I have to use this each and every time. That's right. It's a commitment. Oh, I don't like commitment. I already know mine. Oh, um, 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 Farfanugan. Farfanugan. So... For you guys, if you hear Farfanugan, you'll know that David is ready to answer a question. Me, as the moderator of this first one, I'll know that Farfanugan means David's ready to answer. Brian Fritz, what would you like to choose? See, that's the tough thing because I thought you had to make a sound. You could do that as well. I didn't realize we were actually going for code words as well. I chose a word, but sounds is better. I will go with Blitzkrieg. Blitzkrieg. I'm going to go with Boom Shakalaka, a little NBA jam nod to really my father playing Sega Genesis with me when I was a child. So there you go, bringing it full circle. So there's five questions of this. And again, in order to be able to give an answer, you must say your code word first, as in you are buzzing in. I'll be keeping tabs on winning and losing, of course. And if there's a tie, we do have it closest to the pin. So this being our fear of failing episode, we're going to talk about Things like that relating to business. So question number one for Brian V. David. Too Big to Fail, an HBO movie starring Paul Giamatti, William Hurt, and others, came out and was out the, about the financial meltdown that happened during what year? Far from Nougat. That would be David. And your answer, sir? 2008. That is correct. David, with a score on the board, plus one point. We're going to the second question. What is the name of the 2015 Oscar-winning film about the housing market crash starring Christian Bale? What's Bre- Oh, yes. This might get evened up. Let's see if he knows it. The Big Short. That is correct. Brian, on the board, we are one-to-one in our early trivia segment here on I Want Business. Number three. Which well-known company had an option to buy Netflix in the early 2000s for a rumored $50 million, instead opting to lose 100% of their market share and now out of business? Oh, that's a Brian. Blockbuster. 100% correct. Brian, early lead. It is two to one at this point. Number four. Find a new producer. Wow. (laughs) Dropping bombs on David here. Number four, a man named Harland, born in 1890, grew up to become an icon, not letting failure stop him, building one of the most well-known companies in the world. What is it? You've got five seconds before it goes down. What was the year? I gave 1890 when he was born. His name is Harland, and he built a company, one of the most well-known in the world. Farfanugan. We've got a Farfanugan. My guess, uh, Coca-Cola. That is a guess. It is incorrect, Brian. You do have an opportunity to make a free guess here for the steal. I have no idea. Very tough one. I chose not to say his last name, Sanders. Harland Sanders, Colonel Sanders, KFC. The answer on that one. The score is currently 2-1. to one. This is a big one for David. Number five. Name the business icon who started Trafodata a company designed to give railway data to engineers. It failed horribly. 
after which he dropped out of Harvard and went on to become one of the most successful businessmen and philanthropists in the world. Who am I talking about? Farfanugan. That would be David. Bill Gates. 100% correct. We go to our closest to the pin tiebreaker. Both of you will get a chance to answer because Brian went out to an early lead. He will get first dibs on this. Closest to the pin, according to Forbes.com. How rich is Bill Gates, the richest man in the world? How much money do he have, Brian? In dollars. Right. Or, um, or sterling pound, whatever you're comfortable with. I'll <laughs> do the conversion. Bitcoin. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say $50 billion. $50 billion is the guess. A position of power for David closest to the pin. What's the number? I think I heard it. I wish I remembered it. I should have listened better. I'm Probably. going with $86 billion. $86 billion. Correct answer, $75 billion, close to the pin. And the first victory, David, oh. dropping it Woo. on oh, Brian. Was, first one, episode that one. That was tough, Brian. Good Very job. nicely I done. I you up with that first one. We let you have it. Uh. Which... Honestly, I didn't know it. <laughs> His money has fluctuated greatly. I mean, later, earlier in uh, 2016, last year, he was all the way down in $60 billion. And, I mean, how, how dare he lose that much? But he is back on top. Now, the reason we talked about guys like that is we're going to be talking more about business. But first, I mentioned that Apple gift card. And you're like, well, he didn't say how I could win that. So what we're going to do again is put that up on our Facebook page, Clarity Creative Group. When you have the audio file there, you can comment on it, and all you have to do is be the first one to comment who won this episode's trivia. It was a score of 2-2, to and the tiebreaker went to David. So again, the first person to comment on our first episode here on I Want Business will get that $25 Apple gift card. Coming up next, we're going to jump into our deep dive. This episode is brought to you by Clarity Creative Group, www.iwantclarity.com. It is produced by Podcasting Done Right, your source for getting your podcast done exactly the way you want it. Welcome back to I Want Business, the small business podcast. We are taking our deep dive. Now, our subject of the episode, the fear of failing. Now, let me say that fear of failing. Failure is that thing that hovers over, I would be comfortable in saying all of us. Nobody wants to fail. However, I think the argument you're going to hear us make over the next couple of minutes is that failure is an important piece of succeeding. So I'm going to give you a little quote here. I've missed more than 9,000 shots in my career. I've lost almost 300 games. 26 times I've been trusted to take the game-winning shot and missed. I've failed over and over again in my life, and that is why I succeed. David, who do you think that is? Uh, Sadly, I know him very well because I think his 26 winning shots were against my New York Knicks. Uh, That would be the, the great and wonderful Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan, the first athlete, this is true, over a billion dollars in net worth. And he himself is saying right there, had he not failed, he would not be able to succeed. And that's something I think we need to discuss here. Failure is that scary entity, that ghost, that monster under your bed. And it's very tough to embrace it. I'm going to give you a little background on me. I started a local business here in Central Florida We do live entertainment at different bars, and 
it's scary to take that jump. It's scary to go from a known income, from something you're doing every single day, whether you're making hourly income, salary, what have you, to saying, you know what, I can do this. And even in those moments of thinking, can I do this, which is the reality of what happens, you have to break through and you got to think, what can I do to get to that next level? What am I good at? And the fear of failing for me that was the moment to break through is finding something you like doing. David, give me the example of what you're talking about where building Clarity Creative Group was a labor of love initially. And what was the moment for you when you realized, I love doing this. I love doing web development, web design, what have you. Where was that brain movement for you, that wheel turning that said, I have to make a change? Yeah, I mean, it's it's when when you like when you're doing it every day or or like in the evening and you're like, wow, I, I just I look forward to going home and doing this. I looked forward to doing it in my free time. I looked forward to um, meeting new clients and exploring, um, you know, code and, and programs and opportunities. And I realized, wow, I am just not. I'm not. I'm not doing this in my my regular full time job. You know, doing doing business management. It is what it is. It was fun. Uh, it paid the bills at the time. But you know what? You know, it's all about doing something that you love. Get, wanting to get up for. You know, when I when I took the dive and I put that that corporate job to the to to the 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 the, the, the ground. It was it was almost like a, I became a new person, and I really just felt I just learned to just like love to wake up in the morning and look forward to uh looking forward to life you mentioned something that strikes me and i think it's going to strike anyone that listens paying the bills and i think the fear of failure the biggest thing that comes up for people is money i hear a lot from people again out in the world whether it's at bars restaurants or even just meeting new friends i want to do something i want i have an idea i want to start a business and the biggest step is money. How am I going to pay for anything? How am I going to pay my rent? How am I going to pay for groceries? And I think what has to happen is a transitionary period. I, I, I don't recommend going, you know, putting your feet in cement and jumping right in the lake. I think there's a, there's a slow build there and you got to work your way up and build the boat around so you don't sink. Because if you jump all the way in, I think that that failure monster, if you will, has a better chance of eating you and your feet would be tied there in my terrible analogy of a mafia hit. It was pretty rough. But paying the bills is a priority. But if you can plan out something that gets everything taken care of in your personal life, and that may mean stripping budgets. I know that David and I have talked about that before of like, what can get us to that next level. And you know what? Maybe it doesn't mean I'm getting my Netflix this month or HBO now or whatever it is that you've got in your life. When there's something, a drive in you to do something on your own, it's important that you let that push forward. Because I see a lot of people, and and hopefully some of the people that are even listening to this, that allow that moment to stop them. And yes, you do need money in life. But I can tell you from my own personal experience, I had to move back home with my parents to get my business off the ground. Now, that doesn't have to be the same for everyone. I don't think everyone experiences that the same. But there's a sacrifice element, wouldn't you say? Oh, yeah. I, I definitely think that, that there's a, you, you have to kind of take a step back and 
kind of assess everything. And it's got to be at the right time for you. Sometimes it's it's maybe not now that's the right time, but but planning. I think if you plan ahead and take it slow, right, do it in parts, see how it goes, and see how that that plan of yours. So you're not diving right into the lake with you know you know already kind of uh, you know already struggling. You're, exactly, you're going to get in there you know with with opportunity. Breaking it down into its pieces can help you so much because think about something you like doing. Maybe it's lifting heavy things and you think, wow, I'm good. I work out all the time. I'm so strong. I wonder if maybe a moving company is something for you, lifting things every day. Maybe you're amazing with websites, as this was the case for David, and it came to building more websites for people. Or maybe when it came to, for me, it was I like talking, and I don't know how to make money doing that, but then I saw there was an opportunity that people were willing, and these people being general managers and owners of bars and restaurants, willing to pay someone to talk to entertain people. So it got my head going on that. Now, for you, it might be something different. Maybe you're good at cleaning houses. Maybe you're good at producing podcasts is an example of who we're using here to get this podcast off the ground, which is podcasting done right. Now... There's got to be something in your life, if you have that drive, that you do in a way that's either unique or simply better than others. Now, I'm not saying that every single person listening to this or even us here in the room are the best at doing any one thing. I'm not saying that. I'm only saying that there's opportunity out there for anything. One idea that really strikes me was uh, I knew someone, a friend of his, and they had some babies. And that happens in life, and people have babies. And his wife wanted to use, I believe it was cloth diapers. And David, you'll have to kind of back me up on this. I do not have any children, but he does. So she wanted to start a little business providing these cloth diapers to other people. And getting it off the ground was keeping it in the home. For her, it wasn't that she wanted to start a franchise down the road and be cloth diapers for everyone. It's just that it was something she was passionate about, and it's something that she felt could add value to other mothers in her community. And she ended up making a couple of bucks doing it. Again, it didn't do and pay all of her bills, but it was the power bill for the month. And that's how things like this can start. Now, and and I want everyone know listening to know that it doesn't always get you all the way where you want to be. Maybe your dream is to make a quarter million dollars a year. Starting your own thing doesn't necessarily mean you can do that tomorrow. But the difference between being your own boss or being under the thumb, so to speak, is a world of difference. And again, I think this is something David can comment on even better than me. That corporate world can sometimes be a little crushing. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's it's a very different lifestyle. I mean, it's 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 a, a lifestyle where you kind of you know, I mean, you're always working underneath somebody, so it's just really tough. But one thing that you really brought up, Craig, was that that idea of where do I go? How do I go from here? Right? Well, you know, how do I? You know, maybe I know how to lift things. What do I do? You know, that's a great question. And I think I think where maybe having um, a friend. Or a mentor who's very oriented in that small business or even – I know that there's um, SCORE or the Small Business uh, Association here in, in uh, you know, at least in the Central Florida area is really big and they really help small businesses grow. And it's just great to have around because, you know, you can bounce off ideas. I mean, just how important is that? Absolutely. I mean, for me, finding people that had done some things in business and could help me along the way was integral – 
in getting my mindset where it needed to be because I still had to bartend while kicking things off. I still had to do odd jobs and do whatever I could to get money coming in before I could get to the point where my own businesses were sustaining my personal lifestyle and income. And I think that's what I'm saying here and what we're saying on this episode that it doesn't have to be a complete jump. You need to break it down into its easily digestible parts. You can't eat the whole pizza in one bite. you got to take slice by slice. Find out what you're passionate about. Look to what you love and just take that moment and say, wow, would it make me happy if I'm doing this every day? And that was the big one for us. Would it make us happy if we were doing the things we like doing Versus, and I'm not saying I didn't like making drinks. It's all fine. I love having a drink, and I still do. But it's different when you're the one working it or you're the one enjoying the beverage. And I think what we're saying here is there's a path for you to enjoy your beverages by building something if that's a dream of yours. And here with I Want Business, the small business podcast, we want to help you do that. Absolutely. I, 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 that's, that's our goal. That's, that's what I want to be is that support to help, you know, walk them through some of the processes that, that we were fortunate to do. Um, that's given us that, that knowledge to help other businesses grow just like us. You know, the more I think small businesses out there, I, I can only think the better. Upcoming in our next episode of I Want Business, we are going to help you with everything you need to know about setting up a business. From start to get you really kicked off and actually making some money, we're going to get into that in episode two. But make sure you get on and review us on iTunes. We're going to be putting this up on iTunes. Give us a review. We love reviews. We need your help because we want to know if you even want to hear more of this. That's what helps us know to take this to the next level. Yeah, and as well, send us any feedback or questions that you might have. Maybe we left something out of this podcast. And you can email us at podcast at IWantClarity.com. So that's podcast at IWantClarity.com. And just drop us a line. We, we, you know, we're, we're human. That's going to go straight to us. We're going to answer it. We're going to you know, kind of talk and, and see what's going on. So We'll see you next time on I Want Business, the small business podcast.